0: The horn. Everything that we do every day, we want to be a champ. Get your mind right and let's go. Do the little things. Win every day. It's so much we play so far. Everything with had attitude. Alabama. I don't give a shit who we're playing. I don't get in from making play you. And make your ass play. That's our framework. That's our hello With the team. We go. Richardson breaks free on the sideline. This is a mauling, folks. A mauling. Hear the tide, honey badger. I- Hello, and welcome to our preseason edition of the Alabama Football Podcast. We're going to jump quick into the action today, and we're going to spend time with five breakout players for 2020. Breakout player number one, LeBrian Ray. LeBrian's a fellow that's a former five star. The game was really taken away from him last year. He only participated in in two or three games uh, during the season. I think he got hurt in South Carolina and didn't come back. He is primed to explode uh, this coming season, and I think he has an opportunity to reach uh, All-America-level status before he departs to the NFL. Look for LeBron Ray to break out in 2020. Christian Harris, uh, middle linebacker, there is absolutely no doubting his athleticism and his talent. His experience really worked against him last year. More time in the system. uh, There's going to be a little bit of natural progression in terms of his development. But what really sets Christian Harris apart is the return of Dylan Moses. There's an incredible amount of excitement as well there should be in the return of Dylan Moses. But Dylan Moses coming back not only helps the program, not only helps the the middle linebacker position because he's there, but because he's there, he helps Christian Harris to get better. Moses will show him the way, so to speak. But here's how I look at it. Dylan Moses being back at the middle linebacker position really presents Christian Harris with the opportunity to, to play with a cheat code. When they line up, Dylan Moses is going to know what to do. Christian Harris is going to know more what to do, but Dylan's going to be able to lead him. He's going to be able to say on a play-by-play basis, watch this gap, then watch this gap. D- watch you are on the tight end. Wherever he goes, you follow him. And so he's going to be able to tell, validate, verify Harris's responsibilities before every play. Think about last year when Harris was lining up in the middle with Shane Lee. One of them might look to the other one and say, what should I play? And the other guy would be, I don't know. I don't know what I'm playing. And so I'm convinced that there were instances where that happened. Or one guy might say, I think I know my responsibility, but I don't know it well enough to fully know yours. And so maybe just I've got this side, you've got that side, that kind of that type of situation. And I know I'm kind of being a little playful there, but I do think there's there's legitimacy to Dylan Moses being, coming back, almost providing a cheat code for Christian. If he knows that he knows what he needs to focus on because he's got his head in the system, his head in the playbook, but he's got Dylan right there in the line of fire validating, then I think that's just going to unlock his his potential. He's going to go almost into a developmental slipstream and and develop and progress faster and his his stair step between his freshman and his sophomore season should be a big step up and i think Dylan Moses is a, is is a player there is a contributing factor there and Christian Harris again is my second breakout player for 2020 Number three, I really wanted to stay away from freshmen, and so I broke that rule just a little bit. We're staying away from true freshmen, but I can't not talk about Trey Sanders. He's my third breakout player for 2020. Look, he might be the most talented running back on the roster. did you anything more than that? Trey Sanders, my third breakout player for 2020. Number four, we're going to go down a little bit. Names that you may not be expecting. Daniel uh, Daniel Wright. He has, we talk about experience, meeting, opportunity. That's what Daniel Wright uh, has, in, has in front of him. There's so many players that have departed from the secondary. Daniel Wright, his time is now. He's been in the system a number of years. He's seen, he's seen his colleagues, his compatriots who have played ahead of him, get drafted. This is his opportunity. He sees the young bucks coming in behind him that have an opportunity to, to pave over him, uh, in the depth chart. Daniel Wright knows that this is his opportunity. He's got to seize it. it. He knows the system. He knows the playbook. He knows his responsibilities. If he'll execute accordingly, he will have a dominant, uh, an opportunity to dominate in, in 2020. I, I go back to uh, an opportunity that I had to, to meet with uh, sort of it happened sort of organically, but to meet with someone who works in the football offices and one of he had nothing but high praise uh, for Daniel Wright, his in his athleticism, the only sort of caveat he would put around that is that Daniel Wright would freelance a little bit, and sometimes freelance a little too much. And we know that Saban doesn't like that. He likes known variables more than unknown variables. And so when you got a player that's going to freelance a little bit, that's an unknown variable. I think Daniel Wright, he knows it's his time. It's the the mix of opportunity uh, as well as experience, and 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 he has a high talent. Uh, threshold, I think Daniel Wright is going to be a breakout player in 2020. And I'm going way deep for uh, my fifth breakout player, uh, Cameron Latu. Hey, look, some of these breakout is relative, right? Some guys are going to break out and they're going to be All America. Some guys are going to break out and they're going to be a, a they're going to be a full time starter. Some guys are going to break out and uh, you know break out this year is relative to what they've done in past years, right? And so Cameron Latou, I'm not saying that he's going to be a LeBron Ray All America, but I'm saying uh, Cameron Latu is going to be a name that we all know at the tight end position. What's interesting is that it's a deep tight end room this year. Uh, it's also interesting that it's almost most of the same guys last year when the tight end position was uh, was a weakness. It was a hole in the team, and 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 although the numbers and the time and the experience sort of layered into that is the opportunity that Cameron Latou has. He is a former five star or four star player, so we we know that he's athletic. We he know that we know that we can contribute. I think he came in as a defensive end, uh, was moved to to tight end, and last year was working through that transition. This year, he's had a full year in the tight end room. Uh, some of the players have had three and four years in the tight end room, and they haven't broken out. I think Cameron is going to break out at the at the uh, at the tight end position. He has an opportunity uh, again. Many players in the tight end room that have not yet seized the opportunity, I think Cameron can step ahead of some of those. I also think he has a quiet inside track. Cameron Latu, a couple of times last year, in short-yarded situations, would fill in at a fullback position. And so a fullback position starts to present opportunities like an H-back. I think look for short-yarded situations. Maybe not in the goal line where it's a cramped, sort of consolidated field. But, you know, call it a fourth and one on the 38 where it's too far to kick. Uh, But there's there's plenty of field that needs to be defended. I think Cameron can line line up at a fullback position. And then we can do a lot of things with him. Uh, we can motion him out. Uh, we can we can run a dive, uh, but then you know maybe maybe work a pass over the middle to him, or he can run out uh, a short pattern in the flat. And having lined up as a fullback, he's going to be able to sneak out there and, uh, and and truly be a tight end in a pass catching situation. Uh, I think he has an inside track to have a, an opportunity to to break out there. At the at the tight end sort of uh, fullback uh, position, so Cameron Lutu is my uh, is my fifth breakout player for 2020. This is fluid. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, th- those are my five for today. If we were to uh, hang around and and uh, have a soda uh, next week, I might feel very strongly about uh, some different players. So hang around because we'll continue to post these these type of shows. Uh, meanwhile, do check out the listener support program that's available on the website, Alabama Football Podcast. Com. Check out the sales page. If there's any questions, let us know. Uh, we think it's a phenomenal program. We think it was a good program last year. We just know it's going to be better this year with all the upgrades and fixes uh, to the program that we were able uh, to do. And a special thanks to those who have already uh, participated in the 2020 program. We know that you're out there. We greatly appreciate it. With that in mind, roll. Tide. Thanks for listening to the Alabama Football Podcast. We love that you're tuned in and hope that you enjoyed the show. We encourage you to reach out and let us know what you like, where we can improve, or just to shout out a Roll Tide. We are where you are. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, email newsletters, t-shirts, free roster downloads, and of course, on the web at alabamafootballpodcast.com. Check us out where you'll find easy links to your favorite way to follow the tie. Got that, Coach? Of course. Roll Tide.